What's good, everybody? It's BBK Dragoon from the future again. This is becoming a regular occurrence with these Monday press releases, Bungie. Many of you know we record the show on Sunday, but as it turns out, the Curse of Osiris expansion had its announcement trailer revealed at Paris Gaming Week. Coming December 5th is the very first DLC for Destiny 2, Curse of Osiris. It's going to be releasing on all platforms, PS4, PC, and Xbox One at that time. This takes place after the conclusion of the Destiny 2 campaign, and you're going to be dispatched to Mercury on a quest to find Osiris, the most powerful war warlock to ever have lived and to discover the answers humanity needs to fight back against the vex and so osiris is a character fairly significant character from the grimoire and the lore in destiny one and it's going to be very cool to actually get to see him meet him he's going to have dialogue he plays what looks to be a very significant role in this expansion and he is a major figure in the lore so how this whole thing breaks down is the expansion is going to bring with it all new cinematic story and new and returning characters, a new destination to explore, Mercury, and this one's cool, the Infinite Forest, which is on Mercury, and we'll talk about that in just a second. The new social space that you get to visit is the Lighthouse, so those of you who went to the Lighthouse during Destiny 1, this looks to be the new social space. However, it looks to be destroyed in some of the shots of the trailer. Very different lighting effects, and the place looks like it's been hit pretty hard. New missions, new strikes, new raid content, new free roam activities, a world quest to complete, and more. So I want to touch on the Infinite Forest real quick. The Infinite Forest, it was revealed a little bit later in the press that it is going to be a procedurally generated activity. And what that means is basically the environment is different every time you go back in. If you've ever played Diablo, they've got all the textures and all the tile sets, yet the game itself actually builds the pathways a little bit differently each time you will load up a, per a particular map. Okay, that was a pretty terrible job of explaining it, but you, you kind of get the picture. You'll go into it, and each time it'll be a bit different. I don't know what the gameplay itself is going to look like in there, but that's pretty cool. We obviously are getting some new PvP stuff. It, uh, footage of the maps actually leaked out. I'm not sure if I can talk about some of that gameplay that was thrown online a little bit early. Um, and then also, new strikes. I imagine it's going to be one new strike for everybody who's not on PlayStation 4. There is an exclusive PlayStation strike returning, just as they've sort of continued that trend going. Uh, the main point to highlight here is new raid content. The phrasing of that has the community really worried on two levels. First of all, if it was a brand new raid, we would feel like they would have phrased it just as new raid. But when you hear new raid content, it hints at a couple of things. Are they adding a new room and boss to the Leviathan? I think that would be a pretty big disappointment for the community. We all know that raids take Bungie a lot of effort to produce. But that is a theory that's being thrown around because of this phrasing. Another theory is that they're going to rework the Vault of Glass and bring it back from Destiny 1. If you watch the cinematic trailer that was shown, Osiris is jumping around and shooting Vex in the Vault of Glass. So there's a high likelihood we'll be revisiting that location, as it looks like it plays a major role in the story. All that we'll get to discuss in great detail over the next coming weeks. I know Diddy's very excited to talk about this. Osiris is a character he's looked forward to meeting for a very long time. If you guys want to check out some of the awesome images, we will leave links on our website, destinytheshow.com, to it. And just enjoy today's show. We're going to be discussing the PC release, the band fiasco, and also the really great news from Christopher Barrett about the coming quality of life updates. Have a good day. It's DTS-173, and the PC launch of Destiny 2 has happened, and it was a little bit rocky. There were some bans, some memory leaks, but at least it's pretty, right? You're listening to Destiny The Show. 
good, everybody, and welcome to Destiny, the show, the Destiny news podcast to keep you, the Guardian, ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. I am BBK Dragoon, joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. What's up, man? How was the week treating you so far? You're playing a lot of Warframe. I'm just going to spoil it to the audience. <laughs> you and I both have gotten pulled into Warframe, and I was almost sad Destiny 2 on PC came out this week because it pulled me away from Warframe. <laughs> yeah, I, I have been playing a lot of Warframe. I didn't get Destiny 2 PC, of course, uh, right at the launch, I'm going to be joining you guys at the first DLC. Figured that'd be a really good time for me to jump in there, uh, just because I don't have a lot of whole time because uh, to you know redo everything that I've done on the on the PlayStation. So I just you know in my free time, I'm just doing a slow grind on Warframe. But you know everything else, it's oh my gosh, this last weekend has been freezing. The first couple mornings, last couple mornings was like 38 degrees outside and I'm in Texas and I just, I'm not used to this. And uh, man, so many things going on right now. Staying super busy, that's for sure. I think it's warmer up here than it was down there. This week is pretty packed though, to be honest. So we have the PC launch. We're going to talk about the first week of the PC. Some of it went really well. Some of it went super badly, especially when we're talking about the band's the memory leak, and just sort of the way the uh, communication was handled throughout this last week with Bungie. Then we're going to talk about an element that is really positive, great news from Christopher Barrett, talking about what's coming next for Destiny 2. I really appreciated this type of communication, addressing a lot of the community concerns. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of like concrete dates about when these things are going live. Uh, and then we'll talk about a cool article that Digital Foundry put together about Destiny 2, how it's not just a port, but how the team and Vicarious Visions did a little bit extra, and it's just some cool insight into the inner workings of Destiny 2, like how many enemies can be in one area at one time. So without further ado, Diddy, let's dive into it. All right, Diddy, so even though you didn't pick it up on the PC, I did, uh, and you followed it super closely. I know you've been watching Reddit. We've been talking back and forth a bunch. I got my first character through the story uh, up to power level 280. It was a nice reminder, dude, going through the story again. I I purposely didn't do alts on the console because I know it was going to switch to PC. There are some incredible play spaces in the story that they could leverage if they just added some horde mode or if they added some strike or some reason to go back through those spaces, man. It blew me away going through the story like... Why haven't we revisited the Almighty? What a really stinking cool play space. Why haven't they leveraged this more? So I don't, what was your sort of your initial reaction to seeing the PC footage this week? I know you played the beta and enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. If there's one thing that Destiny 2 and Bungie do extremely well, it's their environments and their play spaces. Just the palettes that they use for each different location, it just works, right? And it makes you want to go back and... I am, like you said, I played the beta, so I'm familiar with what it looked like on the PC. I don't have a monster rig like you do, uh, but I do have the 21 by 9, and I have, you know, I can play on medium high-ish settings, and it just, it looks fantastic. The controls, extremely smooth. I mean, you can tell it's not just, oh, hey, let's take a controller game and put it on mouse and keyboard. You can tell that they actually took the time to really focus on the feel of the game and make sure that hmm. it worked on PC. And it's, I, I agree with you there. I think the Leviathan is probably one of my favorite spaces in the game, uh, but the, the PC guys, they'll be experiencing that uh, very soon when the raid comes out on there. And I just wanna say, shout out to every new member we have in the Destiny Show Discord and on the PC clan. It's, 
been overwhelming. It just absolutely blew up way quicker than I thought. So welcome, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Yeah, we're almost ranked four. <laughs> For our clan yeah, level, yeah. which is ridiculous. Yeah, they, just <laughs> they allowed uh, more experience to be gained, at least in the first week. Uh, and probably going to do that for the second week, I think, to kind of catch up with the other consoles. Yeah. Uh, or or with, with the consoles, not the other platforms, I should say. There you go. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think you, you hit the nail on the head. They definitely got the feel amazing. Like, it looks gorgeous. It feels awesome. But unfortunately, there are some elements of it where, since it wasn't just a port, I was hoping they were going to implement some features first of all and and forgive the uh negative feedback here i have such a mixed i'm very conflicted over this first week diddy because a i loved it it felt super fun and there's so much about the pc version that's like wow it's like playing destiny again for the first time ever and then there's the other half of it it's like how could you as a developer overlook things like chat there is no all chat there is no clan chat so when you're in social spaces like the farm or the tower if you wanted to type to the other people in that instance and say, hey, anybody want to run the Nightfall? What a simple and easy, effective way to make friends, Diddy. Especially since Bungie was the ones telling us, right, that the true end game is to make friends, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, it, it goes back to what we were talking about a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago when the PC beta came out. There are certain things that PC gamers are just used to and just baseline expect from PC games and just like something as simple as a general or all chat or even clan chat is not being present is uh, is a head scratcher for sure. It It's inexcusable. I'm sorry. It's totally inexcusable <laughs> in a social based game and the fact that there's no clan chat. If this was an intentional decision by their social team, I'm sorry, your social team, you're wrong. You're the same people that gave us guided games, so your track record is just flawless, you know, right now. No chat. I mean, yeah, including it and then having the option to mute it uh, is, is the way around it. Don't, you know? Yeah, you don't get to make that decision. The player should have that decision. I understand yeah. there's toxicity in online chat, but I get the choice to turn it off if I don't want that to be right. in my space. Not you. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. The second thing that blows me away, Diddy, is the ban situation. We'll talk about the memory leak. I can I can understand the memory leak thing. Um, that one is sort of forgivable. That's just a, a week one PC issue that they're going to be able to hopefully sort out soon that they know about. But the ban situation. So come Tuesday, <laughs> the Reddit, like subreddit for PC gaming and for Destiny the game explode with people saying, I have been banned from Destiny 2 on PC. I barely logged in. Some people were banned before they even logged in, did he? Tons of posts of this. Why was I banned? No explanation given. Just straight up perma bans for a lot of people. Tons of posts. We even saw Mega Man EXE. Longtime listeners of the show will remember him as the Zer data miner. He could tell before like Zer was going to show up what he was going to sell. Legendary from Year One Destiny. He was banned as well. So Tuesday, pretty much silent. Okay, everybody's getting banned. There's no official word yet from anybody at Bungie. However, somebody tweets over to David Shaw, the PC lead for Destiny 2. And he replied to the tweet saying, we do block programs from pushing their code into our game. Most overlays work like that. We don't ban for that though. That's internet BS. Cosmo also backed it up saying, third-party applications that aren't compatible with Destiny 2 may cause the game not to run, but it won't result in a ban. Now, Diddy, what third-party applications are they talking about? We mentioned this in the beta time. Yeah, things like uh, an OBS or like the game capture for that, streaming software, Discord overlays, TeamSpeak, those kinds of things where something that uh, a different application other than Destiny puts information onto your screen while you're playing the game. 
uh, or, or has some type of hook into the game application itself to help it run or help Destiny run better, uh, something like that. Exactly. But the community wasn't having it. Reddit's still exploding with posts saying, look, man, I'm not using any of your third-party services. I did nothing wrong. Here's my system. Why was I banned? So it gets big enough to where on Wednesday... Bungie's forced to actually address this. So they push out a post, especially after a lot of the big um, news channels on YouTube were talking about this. And the post on Bungie.net's like, news section says, this is Wednesday, mind you, the following is true. Destiny 2 cannot automatically ban you. Only Bungie can ban a player after a manual investigation. Yesterday, we banned approximately 400 players on PC. Bans were applied to players who were using tools that pose a threat to the shared ecosystem of the game. We did not and will not issue any bans for using overlays for performance tools like Discord, XSplit, OBS, RTSS, etc. Information on those third-party applications can be found here, and we are overturning four of the bans that were issued during the PC beta. We're committed to providing an experience that is fun and fair for the millions of players who have joined us in this community. <laughs> so a few things there that I find pretty darn unique, okay? Bungie cannot automatically ban you. We have video footage and proof from people just logging in for the first time within seconds getting banned. So either the person reviewing at Bungie is the fastest person on Earth or something doesn't add up here, you know? Yeah, there are... This is really interesting to me because I, I work in a very similar field professionally. There are tools that do correlated searches where if this person is logging into Destiny and has this criteria, that plus that equals alert. And there might be someone sitting at the desk looking through these alerts as they come through. They'll click on the alert. They'll see that correlation. They'll be like, okay, let's ban. Technically, that's a manual ban, but it's based off of an automated system. And yes, it can be that quick, but and someone is still pressing the button, but it's still, that's, we gotta do some more investigation than just 10 seconds, ah, yeah, let's ban it, because that's not right. That's, yep. that's interesting, yep. that's not good. Yeah, and the PC lead, I wanna keep this in mind, the PC lead, Shaw, for the game, essentially called out a pretty large size of the community saying, yeah, they're just, it's internet BS. They're lying about this, okay? <laughs> so that's never a good stance from a, a PR situation calling your customers untruthful, even if some of those people do deserve the ban, okay? And I mean, then, yeah, it, it could have been more related to the fact that people were saying, I was banned because I used a third-party application. He exactly. could have been calling that part the BS, you know, and, and exactly. a lot of people are going to misread that. And then the fact that they specified 400 people, I mean... In the grand scheme of themes, things, 400 people versus however many hundreds of thousands or a million of people were playing or logging into Destiny PC on the first day, the internet can blow up some things and make it seem like a larger problem than it actually is. But still, this seemed to pose a large issue because some people were coming out of the woodwork and saying, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. And, you know, of course, there's strangers on the internet. We uh, have to make that judgment call whether to believe them or not. Yep. And then finally, this is the kicker. This is why we did this whole long story Thursday night to this post where Bungie says, no, you're wrong. We ban people fine. They <laughs> add a small update Thursday night. No tweet, no nothing. And it says, as a part of our ban review process, we have identified a group of players who were banned in error. Those players have been unbanned. The bans were not related to the third-party applications <laughs> listed above. We will continue to review the process we use to ensure a fun and fair game. So 
this is inexcusable, Bungie. I'm sorry. Like, let's just fire this out here. If you're going to issue bans that have no review process and no dispute process, none. There's no way to dispute the ban. Yeah, exactly. Like, just side note, you can't dispute a ban, right? They they say specifically and Im- implicitly, we don't overturn bans. They're, they're permanent. Mm-hmm. That's it. And there's there's no recourse for action. And right. you just bought the game. You tried to log in. You get instantly banned. So when you see this small update Thursday night, and it's not being pushed out through any of their other outlets, what is one of the biggest blemishes on your launch week, that is so, it feels so darn, it, well, it breaks trust. It breaks trust. And I think Bungie is running pretty low on that right now in terms of the community. It's not a good look for Bungie at all, and especially when they're saying that some of these bans were made in error. It's totally not because of those third-party applications listed above. Then Bungie, what is tricking it in your system. I understand there is tons of red tape and legal mumbo-jumbo you have to go through uh, in terms of everything that you push out and like press-wise, but some people are thinking idiots maybe because they have mod tools for Skyrim or maybe they have mm-hmm. like a mod tool that gives you an FOV slider in older games like Modern Warfare 2 and you sent me a great comment this week right from a, a pretty grizzled PC veteran. Yeah, if there's one thing that the PC community can do very well is report an issue correctly, right? There were multiple posts from, and I, this one I sent you specifically, and this is what is pretty common within the, the PC community with any game. They listed the PC specs, the operating system version with the, like the, the version of what Windows updates they're up to, and then a list of applications installed on their computer and uh, what might have been running at the time. That yep. all that information is perfect because it gives the developer Bungie as much information as possible to review that person's particular case and then run an investigation based on that list of criteria and th- that list of uh, details that they provided. That is beautiful, and I love seeing those kinds of posts because it's like you're saying I'm wrong. No, here you go. Here's my proof. Mm-hmm. To close this off, I know this has been kind of dark, but Bungie handled this super horribly. There's a memory leak also in Destiny 2. And essentially, when you're on the public play spaces, your rig, depending on the system and the specs, um, for example, after like seven or eight public events for me, my frame rate goes from consistently like eight, you know, 180 or 200 down into the 15s or 20. Every single public event essentially or my time on the public spaces decreases the FPS by a certain bit. Bungie has acknowledged this. The community believes it's tied to clans. People that have left their clan <laughs> noticed it solved it immediately. And just like the launch of Destiny 2 when clans were broken for the first week, the clan roster is broken in Destiny 2 PC this week. So no big surprises there. I, I, I think I give them a little bit more leniency on this one because, all right, you weren't able to test the clan system in your um, quality assurance environments. That's fine. But get on the ball, fix this quick. We're here on Sunday recording, and it's not yet fixed. And this all drives me towards my conclusion, Diddy. We need a PC community manager. Between the ban fiasco, Mm -hmm. the memory leak, which needs communication, talking about features like all chat and clan chat, the way this whole first week is just, it's a giant example of terrible community management, period. And we need somebody who is going to be our go-to point, our go-to person, who will talk with us maturely about PC features, 
PC bugs and problems, this cannot just be rolled up into the TWAB. You cannot just expect Bungie or Cosmo to handle this position. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. Uh, because it's a, an entirely new community that Bungie's never seen before, having that person who has that point of communication to just talk to the community, be like, hey, yep, we're working on this, we, we understand. It's just, like you said, miscommunication all across the board or lack of communication through this first week uh, was, was pretty detrimental to, to the experience, I think. Yeah, definitely. You want to leave the best taste in players' mouths as possible. We being sort of console veterans, to me, Diddy, it, it felt like they tried to pull a communication <laughs> move that they've gotten away with, with the console crowd. They're not going to get away with it with the PC crowd. It's just not going to happen. You cannot tell people, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong. Oh, wait, by the way, we actually messed up, but uh, shh, keep it quiet, you know? <laughs> I will say there, there was another quite large issue that came up earlier this week about a certain processor not being supported and they are going to push a, a hot fix to, to, to update that uh, nice. pretty soon here speaking of hot fixes diddy let's transition into something a little bit more positive this week at bungie a great update from christopher barrett but why don't we first talk about the update that's coming next week i think it's update 1.06 it's going to be pushed live i'm assuming tuesday it's usually when they push updates mm -hmm. yep. uh, what's it going to be doing for us so it's actually going to just fix some general issues and some issues in the Crucible, the PvP mode. Uh, the general issues are going to be fix an issue with collision detection on the bureaucratic walk emote. So uh, PC gamers, you're new, you probably haven't followed this yet, but uh, there was an emote in the game that allowed you to phase through uh, terrain and shoot through walls and be unkillable. So they're, they're fixing that issue this, this week. Uh, fix an issue causing players to encounter empty public spaces too often in free roam. I think that's fantastic. And uh, the, the Crucible bullet points here, they're, they're making a few changes to different game modes in the Crucible. Specifically, well, across the board, they're updating the Mercy rule settings to allow Mercy to activate slightly later in the match, which will allow a wider range of scores to trigger it. So that's nice. Clash, they're actually reducing the score limit to 50, which was 75. Control, they're reducing the score limit to 90, which was 100. They're reducing the, also in control, they're reducing the influence that enemy-controlled zones exert over the spawning system, so hopefully better spawn system there. In survival, they are reducing the round time limit to two minutes, that's down from three. They're also reducing the life count to six, down from eight. In supremacy game mode, they're increasing the score to win to 70, which is up from 50, that's a big question mark there until we read the next context clues. We now grant one point for defeating an enemy guardian. So get one point for killing the guardian and another for picking up the crest. That's nice. And they are adjusting the influence that enemy crests have on the spawn system as well in Supremacy. Yeah, all positive changes. I'm super excited about that. Hopefully, especially the, the main thing here for me is I want to have more players in my public events. Even this week when I was yes. trying to grind power up. I'm loading into tons of public events where it's just me. And it's like, oh, this is sad. Yeah, it's so like, I, can... I can't do the heroic version now because I'm solo. I mean, it's possible to do everyone solo, but it's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, a few of them, like the, the big servitor, and I'm some sure people are like, oh, it's so easy, Diddy, or BBK, super, super yeah. easy. But for a few of those, when I'm leveling up and I've got like two sidearms or two SMGs, I'm like, eh, this isn't happening. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So 
positive news. Christopher Barrett. You guys may remember Christopher Barrett as he was a lead heavily involved in House of Wolves and Rise of Iron. This guy has been with Bungie since 1999. He's worked on nice. all of the developments of the Halo games that Bungie was a part of. And he came out this week in the TWAB to deliver what I think is exceptionally needed, great communication about a lot of the criticism that the players have given the game for the last seven weeks and what they're going to be doing trying to fix it. There's really nothing concrete here other than a little mention of private matches um, and the timing of that. But this is the type of communication I really want to applaud Bungie for. And I hope to see if we could see this type of stuff every single week, you would see the morale of the console player base going through the roof and yes. then the, the, the pc morale i think is pretty high and it'll remain pretty high for a few weeks and and you know by the time season two gets here maybe it'll bring with it what we need but did he why don't we run through the uh first quote from christopher barrett and then hop through the bullet points he's talking about here sure absolutely christopher barrett says and i quote hey everyone we've been playing the game in the wild for seven weeks for the console players like and like destiny Excuse me. And like the Destiny experiences that have come before, we're always thinking about where the game is heading next. We're still planning when a bunch of improvements listed below are going to make their way into the game, but we wanted to let you know what we're up to. Here's a short list of the updates that we're working on. Indeed. All right. So new systems and rewards to give our most engaged players additional optional pursuits. Uh, better incentives for players who complete challenging prestige activities. Better rewards and replay value for strikes, adventures, and lost sectors. Private matches for the competitive community we are targeting early 2018. Crucible tuning like adjusted supremacy scoring and better spawning rules. Better incentives for completing crucible matches and penalties for quitting competitive games. Continued improvements to Iron Banner and faction rallies, including uniqueness of rewards. Changes to make the mod economy more interesting and impactful. Ongoing improvements to exotics, including adjustments to reduce instances of duplicates. New ways to spend surplus currency and materials. We're looking at you, Legendary Shards. An emote interface that allows players to equip multiple emotes at once. There's more we're working on. We'll talk again soon. If you guys want to follow Christopher Barrett on Twitter, it is at CG Barrett with two R's and two T's. Uh, Diddy, this is, I think, ticks the box for 90% of the community bits of criticism and feedback the first seven weeks except ranked play i am sad that ranked play is not mentioned at all in there but uh, i gotta tell you this is encouraging if they can deliver on these bullet points in a timely manner that's huge i 100 percent agree yeah i and like you said it's the timing that really matters if these are like a quarterly update with like the different seasons i think that might be a little bit too late if they you know, do a granular introduction of each of these changes. I think that would also actually be better. But I think the main thing we can see from these bullet points is they are working to better incentivize people to play the game and specific activities. Like th this one bullet point about the, there it is, replay value for strikes, adventures, and lost sectors, right? That's all PVE content. I'm a PVE mainly player because I love that because shooting aliens is better and uh, getting outgunned in the crucible um and i think like in destiny one we had the strikes where if you stayed in the strike uh rotation for longer without quitting and going back to you know get your loot you increased your rewards and experience gained and that kind of thing 
so that leads me to believe something like that will be introduced to the strikes, the adventures, the lost sectors. Every single time you replay one of those things, you're going to have uh, better rewards rolling into that. I think that's a really great idea. Yeah, I want to hit on that point, especially since you and I have been playing a lot of Warframe the last few weeks. Warframe's gameplay, for people who haven't done it, it's quite repetitive. I mean, it's pretty much you shoot enemies in either a horde mode or a modifier of a horde mode. It's it's all horde mode, basically, 4v4 horde horde mode with a few different game types in there. Mm -hmm. But there is a never-ending stream of things you're trying to collect in terms of materials, rewards you're trying to build, and frames that you're trying to acquire. And so I really want to hit on the point that Destiny's gameplay is super sticky. It's really fun, and I would have no problem diving into it on a daily basis, running through strikes, going back through, like I said, some of those story missions if they would give better incentives. I don't think Destiny 2 has like a content problem at its core. I think it has an incentive problem at its core. And so these bullet points make me really excited. If you can add really great rewards, progression loops that basically give um, a better reason for hardcore players to work at day after day, week after week, you'll see engagement go through the roof, I think. Yeah, agreed. I think what you said, incentive problem, not a content problem, because the content we have is really fun, but replaying it, there's not much there because we don't have something to work towards. Like you said, the Warframe is really great in that yeah, it's really repetitive gameplay. Yeah, the pallets are, you know, generated as they go, and it's pretty much the same thing every single time you go down into a mission, but you're working towards something. You know, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know you're going to get there. Destiny, once you get to the end of that tunnel, there's not another tunnel after that usually. So hope they're adding more tunnels here with that incentives. Yeah. Right after hitting 280, Diddy, I was like, well, all I have left is the nightfall. (laughs) That's it. I mean, that's pretty much it for this week for for me. And I enjoyed it. It was very fun. But I would happily go through some of these strikes over and over and over again if, like you said, there was this, I mean, what if you could unlock level 30 for your particular gun and doing so gave you a special, excuse me, hiccup, ornament slot. And by doing the strike playlist, there's 50 sweet ornaments that you could go after. I mean, this is definitely a topic for another show, but... Uh, Christopher Bear, thank you for this type of communication. We'd love to hear what our listeners think about these points or the PC release this week, any of it. Where can they find that, Diddy? Well, we are. We have a couple different locations. Of course, we have a Twitter, at Destiny the Show. We also have our Discord, discord.me slash Destiny the Show, or you can find that on our website, destinytheshow.com slash clan, and uh, you can join the, the clan of your platform of choice if there's a spot, of course, because the... Uh, we might add some new clans just so we can have some more people flowing in there, repping the DTS tag on their platform of choice. And, yeah, that's that's it. Well so. done. Closing comments before we wrap up. These bullet points that Christopher Barrett said, like, like you said, they're so great. And if the live team can stick it where it counts and actually follow through with these bullet points... I think Destiny 2 is in for, I guess Destiny 2 players are in for a treat because these are the kinds of things that we want to see and if they actually follow through with them in a timely manner, I think it's going to be all for the better. 
I couldn't agree more. I think they have got the foundation of the house built perfectly and now just fill it with stuff in the rooms, make some pasta or some chili ditty on a cold fall day and just eat it up. Eat it up. Delicious, delicious chili content. Where can people find your content? <laughs> That'll be uh, twitter.com slash ditty, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S. And I hang around in our Discord, discord.me slash destiny the show all the time. And, of course, my YouTube, youtube.com slash wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. All the links from today and more can be found at our website, destinytheshow.com. There we go. <laughs> Only done that for, what, 170 weeks. You can follow us on Twitter at Destiny the Show. You can follow me on Twitter at BBKDragoon on both YouTube and Twitter. Huge thanks to the new Discord members. It's been great meeting and playing with some of you this week. And shout-outs to all of the clans, whether you're on PS4, Xbox, or the PC. We love you. We appreciate you. Enjoy Destiny this week. And good luck on the raid, PC Guardians. 